When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm Tracy Barnett, your host and narrator. Heroes, this week we continue with part three of what will be a four-part series of Rhine. They get more into the mechanics in this. I absolutely love the changes that are present here in this version of Powered by the Apocalypse. It, it's such a cool thing to use emotions as the modifiers for the roles and how those can change your moves and how they get strained and, and built and all that working with the setting. It, I'm really, really digging this system. So check out the show notes if you want to pick up a copy of Rhine and please settle back, relax and enjoy part three. Hello. What does the face look like? What shape is it? Is it humanoid or something else? Oh, is it... Is it maybe how... Um, it has a face in the way that sometimes a building has a face, where there is a door and windows, mm. and there are some, <laughs> like, there's some porch kind of terraces for, or like, porch sloped roofs for eyebrows... Mm-hmm. And you've got a portcullis that goes mm. up and down. If this remnant used to be a, a castle, fortress. yeah, yeah. So like the crystals don't form into like one coherent shape, but multiple shapes that kind of are trying to emulate the important features of the face. Mm. Yep. That makes sense. So these three have become an eye, and then yeah, and it's just kind of like glancing towards Reginald, and I think it's like I offer my apologies. Jeez, jeez. I did not recognize you. You're always welcome. It is fine. Uh, Reginald looks incredibly winded. <laughs> <laughs> Having to manifest physically again to kind of protect somebody has immediately taken all the wind out of his sails. It's, mm. it's fine. It's fine. I bring my um, ancestor, the great and terrible Oka Inkblot, to find inspiration Within this land. Hello. <laughs> we would be very much obliged if you'd let us climb you. Yeah, just for like uh, looking and things, you know, not 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 stealing. Hmm. That sounds remarkably like the statement of someone who would be planning to steal. That's not helpful. Are you planning to steal from us? No, no, no. We no, have been no, stolen no, from no. so many times before. No, 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 no. We just want to, we want to, we want to climb up and want to look at your uh, blooms and admire them. And I might do a bit of a sculpture at the top and we might look at a sunset, you know, looking things. Yeah. I used to be filled with sculptures. I could do two and give you one. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. How, how big are your sculptures? Are you going to be carrying like 
so i think yeah i think i've got a backpack which i fill with um kind of bits that i think are interesting so like maybe a bit of wood and a pebble that i found that i think looks cool or um mm. you know like maybe i've got a geode that is sort of prized and i'm like oh i'm gonna use this for something really special uh, but yeah i've just got random stuff that i then like sit there and clamp between my feet and then uh, carve mm. away at I think you get this like moment where these crystalline this crystalline face kind of breaks down and like the different elements start like almost chittering to themselves as if in like uh like in council with each other. Yeah. It goes on for a little while. Do do you interrupt in any way or just stand waiting? I definitely shuffle like awkwardly because I am very clearly terrified of this <laughs> thing. There is a I think a whisper probably from you know, it, it, it resounds within your head, Oka, rather than it being physically manifested behind you. Your your quest awaits, after all. It, it, yeah, but I, I don't know if it'll annoy it if I, I just let it have its think, right? They, like I, seem to have a... Um, they have forever to make their decisions, and you, for better or worse, do not. Oh, um... Sadie, do you want to clear throat or something? Uh, of course. Uh, Sadie will sort of step forward to the face. <clears throat> you see all of them like swivel round to like look at you, and like twenty voices say yes in this crystalline way in the, at the same time. At that, Sadie's eyebrows go up, and she gets like a bit of a an air of mischief um, and goes, oh, very well. Thank you for acquiescing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Are you planning to uh, trick these creatures? Is that is that the plan? Yeah, you know what? Let's do mm. that. Let's do exactly that. Just sort of try to, to p- push onward. I know a couple of ways we can do this uh, in terms of a role. Mm-hmm. One of the moves is offer tribute, which is like if you offer something worthy in exchange, see what, how it goes. So that could be like offering a statue. There is hold someone's attention, which is uh, trying to deliberately keep these focused on you while your brother climbs up the tree. Mm. I am going to yeah. hold their attention, I think. So yeah, when you deliberately try to hold someone's attention, say how you keep it and roll. So, so is this like them like arguing with you? Like, no, no, we didn't say yes to that. And <laughs> but of course you did. I've seen it. Or you will. But I think if you want your statue, your sculpture, brother will have to get started on it right away. In the meantime, I'd like to chat with you about who you are. Okay, uh, let's make your roll. How is Sadie feeling uh, faced with uh, this swarm of strange crystalline creatures so sadie is going to be rolling off of grief Mm. right here because i believe she is convinced that she is talking to the fragments of something that just aren't letting go of the past yeah Mm. so i'm gonna roll and i got an eight cool so on an eight on hold someone's tension uh you get to pick one and they get to pick one of you so the options are, you keep them distracted, they reveal their feelings about something, 
they share something useful, some gossip or news, a story, a secret, a connection, a hope, or their opinion of you shifts, you suggest how. I would like to have them reveal their feelings. So you're not keeping them distracted. That's that's fine. That hey, <laughs> that can be keeping them distracted yeah. mm, in a way. Cool. What feelings? What, what what questions do you have about their feelings? I want to know if they think they still serve the castle or if they've realized they serve the tree. Mm. <laughs> I think you, you start with like some of them saying like, we are the castle. And like, it, it kind of echoes like in that way, you know, like you repeat something as like an affirmation mm-hmm. or to remind yourself of something you're not sure about. So it's like, we are the castle, we are the castle. But like, it's like in a and, doubtful and- way. Sadie, Sadie, like in a, you know, pure, like again, spacey sort of uh, innocence goes, what castle? The castle that is all that is here, that has kept us all safe. We are the emeralds and the emeralds of us. Castle? I do see lovely emeralds, but no castle. The castle. And you, you see like some of the ones on the edges start to like doubt. And while this is going on, Sadie is going to, like, shoot a look over to Ochre, mm. like, mm-hmm. hey, now's the time. <laughs> I, I think as you're oh, yeah. about, and I think the, the one I'm going to choose for you is that they keep you distracted. I think Sadie gets oh, okay. really into this conversation. Like, mm-hmm. I think you can shoot that look, oh, yeah. but, like, after that, like, Sadie's in this weird... Sadie's, yeah. Sadie's yeah. here. Yeah, Oka, who, who has m- mind had obviously wandered a bit and goes, oh, uh, yeah, and then sort of sidles towards the tree. Mm. And if not stopped, we'll start to try and climb up. <laughs> that sounds good. Do you have anything for cl- like that makes sense for climbing trees? I don't think so. No. In that case, I think this is going to be Tempt the Fates. Yeah. Which yeah, is so. sort of establishing the edges of your own abilities because i don't i think normally i'd just let you have this but because already established helpfully from from your sister that you failed to to climb a tree previously (laughs) i think it's worth a roll here and have climbed no (laughs) trees in the intervening years and almost fell down that big hole the Mm. big mushroom (laughs) (laughs) so when you tempt the fate's curiosity by testing the unanswered edges of your own potential say how you want things to go and then roll so I think I think do you want to get to the top of the tree? Is that what you're hoping? I would like to get to the top of the tree and not break any bones. Is there okay. a way for me to assist or boost yeah. to this role in any way? Yes. Uh, so there is a like help move, mm-hmm. which basically because you got a bond with them, you when you aid someone you have a connection with, say how you help them. Mm-hmm. And then you get to pick a number of options equal to the strength of your bond. Mm-hmm. Your bond is normal, so you get to pick two of these. Okay. Two strength is what you start with. Uh, the options are they gain advantage, they roll with their bond emotion instead of how they're feeling. Mm-hmm. So if they were like scared, you could be like, actually, I want you to roll with confidence. Mm. If they would stitch an emotion, you stitch your bond's emotion in their place, mm-hmm. or you take consequences in their place. Mm. Yeah. And you have to pick two. I'm going to help with the terrain emotion of persistence because mm. this is something it's going to be difficult to do and there's going to be points where you're like, I should give up, but you need to keep <laughs> making your way through this. Uh-huh. So uh, we're going to add that persistence territory emotion 
Oh, you don't need to roll for it either. You just pick two. Oh, I just pick two. Okay. I yeah, assume there the was. Um, yeah. Oh, it's if they miss, then things. Yeah, yeah. I see. My bad. So you just get to pick two of those. Mm-mm-mm. I think they roll with their. What was your bond emotion again for me? Um, exasperated. <laughs> well, I think that works yes, nicely. Cool. Uh, you get to roll the bond emotion, and I'll stitch emotions in your place. Cool. Yeah. So. Well, we'll see how this goes, but um, I am bolstered by effectively Reginald's voice in my head haranguing me. <laughs> I think he starts chanting this kind of like mantra. That's that was kind of you uh, before battle. The Inkblot family had individual mantras <laughs> that you learn over time. You develop what your mantra is, and then you kind of recite oh. it to kind of get yourself into the state to do fantastic things. Do and, you know what your mantra was? Oh. I I think uh, whether the storm cut the clouds <laughs> in half. Oh, have, have you like bestowed a mantra to Oka? Not not to make you do, create two mantras in quick succession. I I think there's been previous conversations in the past about what mm. uh, Oka's mantra might be, but uh, since that hasn't yet been developed, he's reciting his own mantra in place of maybe one day you'll discover yours. Mm. Excellent. So there's like an element of eye rolling because mm-hmm. uh, I'm like, oh, granddad. But also, it is, it is helpful. Mm-hmm. It does, yeah. it does do what it's supposed to do. Oh, oop, and I roll with advantage accidentally, so I'm gonna do that again. Oh um, no! no. <laughs> uh, sti- stitch your emotion. Okay. <laughs> you rolled a double uh, because I rolled snake eyes. Oh wow! <laughs> so I got a four. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, so which one am I stitching here? Would that be? Um... Our bond, I think, Got it. right? Yeah, your bond emotion, whichever emotion that is. Mm-hmm. And if you've not named it, um, you stitch fabric instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, our bonded motion is driven, so that's been stitched by one. Ooh. Yeah. Because your grandchild sucks. <laughs> so, yeah, in the back of your head, you're, you're getting whether the storm cut the clouds in two. Whether the storm cut the clouds in two. <laughs> I, th- I think, then, the... I don't know, Adam, if you have a, a, a sort of fail state in mind for me. Yeah, um, not in a minute, but I, I will just read through the moves fail state just for just to make sure we do all of that side. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yes. It, it, the fail state is, on a miss, the fates have plan of their own. They act. So if you have an idea, though, go for it. Okay, well, I don't know what the specific outcome of this is going to be, but I think the, the moment that it all goes wrong is that I'm climbing very carefully with this mantra going on in my head. And there's a moment where there's a very risky kind of handhold, like I've got to do a little leap for it. But because of this mantra, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can do it. I absolutely can do it. <laughs> and I go for it and I completely mess it up and just miss the handhold. Mm. And I think I will hand over to the fates at the point of me hanging in the air, having missed this. Yeah. Um, well, let me just have a quick think. If only there are some mushrooms to break <laughs> my fall. There are no mushrooms this time. <laughs> Because the thing is, I want you to get to the top of this tree, right? Like, mm. I don't want... Yeah. Okay, in w- Okay. in which case, is the consequence um, that Reginald j- just sees how bad <laughs> I am at this and is disappointed in me? So, like, I get to the top, but I have embarrassed myself. Yeah. Oh, in, in a of. match cut to when you fell down a, a gap previously mm. and Reginald used his oh. arms to grab into the space to save you you miss the handhold for this branch and you're in free fall and feel yourself suspended. 
Yeah. Right. Forcing Grandad to manifest for a third time in quick mm-hmm. succession. So it's like half embarrassment and half like disappointment from both sides, sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. And the other thing, uh, one of the other options, just from the like seven to nine options with uh, Tempt the Fates, is that we can set a boundary. So it's the only time it will work like this, establish a boundary, either for the world or your character. I think I'd like to establish a boundary here for for Oka, which is basically you're never going to be good at climbing trees. It's just not a thing. Yeah. Mm. Like you, you could start a project to like overcome that, but I think you're just bad at climbing stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Like we've learned something about you. I think yeah. Reginald climbs you the rest of the way, muttering and swearing oh, no. to himself, using his forearms to slowly pull you up the tree with the storm. And I'm just like sadly hanging. Clouds in two. Whether the storm cut the clouds in two, whether the storm. Sorry, Grandad. There is no response. (laughs) I also realized a second, like, even worse consequence as well, which I'm going to hold in my pocket Mm -hmm. for a little bit, but. It might, it might come up, depending on what you want to do at the top of the tree. Uh, oh no? <laughs> <laughs> well, I realised why you might be good at climbing, bad at climbing, and then extrapolated from there. Ah. Okay, so yeah, I get to the top of the tree. Mm-hmm. There is this moment, like, of, of... There is this moment that should be joyous as we break through, sort of, the the crown of the tree, and, you know, the, the land is laid beneath us in all of its glory. But instead... Reginald is silent, and Ochre is is just crestfallen. Just knows that that he mucked up so badly there, and that must have really, like, hurt his grandfather. In in as much as a ghost can kind of be hurt, but it was obviously a lot of effort, and um, he just feels like a useless idiot. Mm. Um, so he kind of flops down because he knows that he should be doing this thing, and rummages around in his backpack and i think finds a shard of porcelain from like just a random plate or Mm. something and starts to chip away at it um very very quietly and i'm gonna roll the um expression sculpture thing Mm -hmm. which is when i spend a moment of peace creating a performance or work expressing my concept i strengthen my bond with it so I'm still going to work towards this idea of pure and present life, mm. but I'm going to focus on the negative aspects of that, that something that is always present in life is the spectre of failure. And I'm going to link this both to the castle, which fell, and to myself, because I failed. So it's going to be a sculpture of like a small figure slumped with its... The base of it is sort of crumbled away. Cool. So I'm rolling at a plus two because I'm rolling on. You just mark your bond with it. Oh, yeah. So you're strengthening your bond with your concept by creating this little sculpture. Cool. Great. And the moment piece is actually a move that fits quite well here uh, as a wider thing. Mm -hmm. So like uh, moment piece is sort of like our downtime move, which is when you find a moment piece, comfort and safety, say how long you think it will last. The fates will instruct everyone present to hold between one and three. And then you can spend that hold taking it in turns to choose what you do. Then at the end, I get to spend one of my hold. And since I've got a good idea for what that might be, let's let everyone else uh, choose one of the things to do. 
So if you're spending yours to uh, strengthen your bond with your concept, does that make sense? Yes. Ah, uh, so that's like an additional option yeah, to yeah. this list. But I think that still works quite well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. So the other options you can do is have a scene with someone nearby, optionally strengthening a bond with them. Let off steam and remove a stitch from an emotion. Mm-hmm. Ask the fates a question about the area or situation. Tend to your pain to clearing some wear. Um, or get into an entanglement, ending the moment of peace for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I guess for Reginald and and Sadie, how would, how are you spending this moment? As I think you've got to the top of the tree, like I imagine you're kind of looking out on the world and Oka has gotten to uh, begin his sculpture. Mm. Oh, let's see you go first. So I think Sadie is necessarily still at the bottom mm. of the tree talking to to the face. And what what she's been doing is kind of asking a lot of questions about these creatures and and their identity and sort of what they think they are. And while she's doing this, she's she's pulled out of her her wicker backpack her weaving tools, which are these things made out of bone and glass. And she's pulled out this this magnificent spool that has like a long handle uh, coming out of it that comes to like a fine point. She places that on the ground and spins it and it kind of spins in place like a top. And basically while this conversation is going on, she delicately like picks the spores from the mushrooms off of her clothing and like uh, twists them in her fingers <laughs> and stretches them until they turn into a thread. And while she's having a con- this conversation, she's sort of idly um, spooling up all of these mushroom spores into a thread. Nice. And do you have something in mind for that? Or is... Yeah, absolutely. I think towards towards the uh, uh, like when we're start ready to start descending mm. the tree i plan on doing darning of a sort mm. uh with with the faces of the tree to sort of help them realize like you actually have a new life yeah. now i i think she's like she's spinning up these mushroom threads idly going do you know there are these marvelous creatures called moths and butterflies and they have a part of their life where they spend crusted over in a cocoon and they change into something else. And inside them, a piece of them grows and grows while the rest of them turns to rot and mush (laughs) and they come out as something quite pretty. And I think that's lovely. I think where we're getting to these crystal this crystal entity is like you're almost spreading the state of entropy through them because you get a bunch of them be like we know moths and like that kind of echoes through and then you get a couple be like what is a moth (laughs) and (laughs) and another like kind of like starts skittering down to be like tell us more about butterflies and you just get this like slight segregation in like how they are responding if you want to make that move now, I feel like it feels like a good time of it. Yeah, sure. Sure. Let's do it. Hello, heroes, and welcome to the mid-roll. 
First of all, heroes, it is very recently turned fall, and I just want to say the weather here in Ohio is extremely fall-like. It feels extremely good outside, and that just makes me really happy. So I hope that you are able to find something that makes you as happy during these days as well. Also, a big congratulations to our own Jeff Stormer and to the crew behind Yabez's Bed and Breakfast for winning outstanding actual play that is not playing D&D for the actual play series that Jeff put together with all the people at Possum's Creek. Yabez's Bed and Breakfast, or Yazeba, who knows? The pronunciation's all over the place. We know this. It's such a fantastic game. Jeff and all the people involved did such an amazing job putting that actual play series together. We're going to link it to the show notes so you can give it a listen as well. It's not a one-shot podcast. It's just something that Possum Creek and Jeff did together. And I really, really hope you take some time and you give it a listen. It is a delight. And Jeff and the team there, you deserve all of the congratulations for winning the awards that you won at the New Jersey Web Fest. So, again... Very, very, very heavy congratulations from all of us to all of you. And now, with all that out of the way, let's get back to the show. I'm definitely rolling off of uh, grief for this one. Oh, this one comes back a six. Ooh. So you said you're using Darning of a Sort, which is mm-hmm. when you repair the frayed edges and tangled knots of some spirit, they re- may remove three stitches from light or moderate wear, which will take to mean that they can heal themselves a little bit. On a miss, healing them will cost you. You stitch wear one for one for each stitch that they've removed. So it's up to you how much, yeah, how committed you are to healing them. Yeah, I think Sadie... Sadie approaches situations like this with a very odd perspective Mm. in that this is just the sort of thing that needs to be done. What what we have here is, is a remnant, you know, a living Titan that is confused about what it is. And that's very tragic. Mm. And goodness knows how long it has been the remnants of this castle and how long its new self of this magnificent tree has been growing. But like this tree is enormous. So it must be a long time that no one has sort of like walked them through the process <laughs> towards acceptance. So I think Sadie is, is willing to throw in quite a few stitches mm. depending on like how much it, it takes to get them to a place where they're ready to start their next stage of their life. Yeah. I would say, in my head, like, free would get them, you know, you've got them there. They're, they're going to work out and figure it out. Two is that, like, some of them are, and that might be a long time coming, but, like, some of them are ready to go and learn and, and figure themselves out. One is, like, maybe one of them, one of them is ready to work out and, like, explore. Like, I'm imagining that these will leave this area to try and figure out what they want to become, whether that's alone or together. I I think I'm gonna take I'm gonna take three. Mm. So that's three strain on grief, right? Okay. Yeah. So this will be wear, uh, which is slightly different. Wear is like long term consequences and harm. And the oh, way that okay. works is you put that next to moves, and each move can have up to three wear placed in it. If you've got one wear next to it, it's like whenever you roll, you have to st- stitch in a motion. So it's like 
using this thing makes means something to me. It, 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 it's emotionally complicated. Two is you can't use that move, and three is you lose that move. But you can split these how you like. So you don't have to put all three in one, because that would be... Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, it doesn't make sense to, to lose the entire no. move. Does where ever... Yeah, you can uh, heal it, yeah. ...get repaired? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. So I, I, if I took three, I wouldn't permanently be able to lose... I wouldn't permanently no. lose the move. I would lose it until yeah, yeah. I got... Okay. So th- then that is perfect. I will uh, shut down Darning of a Sort for right yeah. now. You, you could split and... it if you want, but yeah, it, it kind of fits the story for now, I guess. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So we... We talked about part of the focusing that that allows me to travel around with Reginald is that we've taken this brooch, mm. right? And this brooch has a jewel in it that, you know, we didn't quite commit is an emerald, but I think at this point now is very clearly an emerald that used to belong <laughs> to this castle, especially because Reginald was so instrumental mm. in the events of, of this castle falling. So I think the thing that I have to do to weave this darning for these entities is I have to take that emerald and create the corresponding thread to what I've created out of the mushroom spores. So, you know, I'm sort of weaving together like the embodiment of entropy with the sort of remnants of this this creature's like former form and way of being. Mm-hmm. And that means that Sadie, in order to hold on to Reginald now, it is a much larger burden upon her spirit because the the the, the brooch is just not what it used to be. So that means that like just some of her ability to even interface with this, like she is going to need to create some relief for the burden that she is now holding. Um, but she's like, I will address that <laughs> later. So she has this conversation with them and throughout it, she is like clearly straining, like sweat is forming on her brow. She looks a little bit more pale, like the hues of her Aurora Borealis skin, like start to fade a little bit as this like kind of magnificent garment comes out of it. I'm, I'm trying to think what you would want to to put on a tree what kind of fabric belongs on a people tree people do um, like knitting graffiti where they make like scarves and stuff to put around trees and things like that mm. yeah maybe maybe this is just a massive scarf <laughs> that that is being woven uh uh to ha- hang on this tree and what i i think it is happening is i'm talking to these crystalline entities and one by one they're kind of slowly realizing that they are the chrysalis Mm. that it used to be this castle and then they shattered and transformed into these pods and the tree is a part of who they are now but they are also like the fragments that used to serve the castle and now they are the fragments that serve the tree so one by one they turn into these chrysalises and as the scarf, like Sadie kind of has to 
get up and drag her feet to wrap this scarf around the tree and sort of rest it there. As that completes, like the first chrysalis like cracks and starts to hatch and out of it come these gorgeous emerald moths Mm. that like sort of hover the tree. And like, if you've ever seen trees in South America where monarch butterflies are are kind of like roosting, that's exactly what's mm. going on here, is, is these moths are now like starting to flutter out and like their wings are starting to dry off as they prepare for this next stage of this Titan's existence. But Sadie is like basically ready to collapse. <laughs> I kind of imagine as they start to take flight, they all go in different directions, but like a single thread of the scarf follows each one. Oh, Mm. I love that. That's very sweet. So, at the top of the tree, how uh, Reginald uh, spends his time... I think while uh, Ochre is working, uh, midway through the process, you feel like pressure around kind of like your, your legs and thighs... As you are all sitting on this tree and you can see the spectral arms of Reginald wrapped around, holding you fast to the top of the tree. Oh. Uh, Grandad? I, um, want to make sure that you're safe up here. After all, until you are able to climb on your own to make your quests ahead... Without me, I will protect you any and every way I can. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> thanks. Um, the, the, the bow's quite wide, I don't... But, yeah. Uh, it's thanks. I, I cold up here. Um, Sadie <laughs> was right. Are you, are you, are you cold? Do you, do you need anything? Oh, um, no, 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 I've, I've, I've got my, my work, it, that keeps me warm. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna, uh, I just, I'm just gonna do some sculpture mm. now. And there is a silence for quite a while while you're working. Uh, meanwhile, down at ground level, uh, Sadie removes the emerald from the crest, and there is... <laughs> a brief, immediate loosening of Reginald's arms before it, like, snaps tight again. Oh. Um. It's the strangest thing. For some reason, something feels missing. But I can't remember what. Sorry. Wait, is Sadie alright? Oh, she's at the bottom of the tree. Oh, uh, well, I'm basically done. Uh, we should probably get down, yes. right? Oh, yes. Sadie is travelling with us, isn't she? Um. I... Yes, Grandad. Uh, sorry, I must have forgotten briefly. Silly, <laughs> silly me. All right. Um, look, you, 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 you rest. Um, look, if there's one thing I'm good at, it's getting down tree. So... <laughs> yes, I, I think I will rest. Sorry. And the kind of like a, a physical manifestation of uh, a Reginald kind of like fades again and is uh, quiet and inert as you descend to the tree. Yeah, I think to a certain extent I'm, I'm much I'm better at descending the tree because I can kind of just like hop from big mm. branch to big branch, so I don't have to worry about handholds and and that kind of. Great mm. at getting yeah. down. Oh, just fantastic <laughs> at getting down. 
I think maybe as you're going down as well, just because I get to pick one of these. I think the touch I'm going to get give is that you notice that some of your termites have have started munching on the branches of the tree. So this moment oh, of like, I, wow. I should scarper. Did not think of that. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Um, I might, I might do a, a direct companion move mm-hmm. to be like, please don't. Hey. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. How, how do you stop? How do you get them to stop? How do you communicate with them? Mm. Um, oh, so I think, I don't know if this is thing that termites do, but I like it because it's my feet. Um, I kind of tap my feet in a specific rhythm and they can feel the vibrations mm-hmm. and that's kind of how I communicate with them. So effectively, I do a little tap dance and that hopefully gets them to do what mm. I want them yeah. to do. I like the idea that the way you realise that this is happening is you said that your termites help you gather materials for your art. Uh, yep. Is you just have one, like, a pair on your arm as you're doing the sculpture. And it's holding a little bit of crystal, and it's like mandibles. So I'm like, oh, thanks. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, cool. Right. So I'm going to direct a companion. Yeah. And I am going to be using... What have I got? Are you panicked? I think I'm panicked. You, yeah. I think I'm rolling on fabric at, at plus zero. Mm-hmm. So... What this works is when you direct a companion, say what you want them to do, and then, yeah, you roll. Stop, please. <laughs> Stop eating this tree because the tree's cool. It's fine. Uh, right. As I th- as you said, Adam, I am just the best at stitching. Uh, I rolled double fours, <laughs> so it's an eight, which is good. But I will stitch fabric, cool. which is interesting. Yeah. Have you just got one stitch in there? Yeah. Or- no. No. I've got one stitch in that and one stitch in a raptured. Usually the way it works is for like a named emotion, you choose a strain condition. Mm-hmm. And then when you fill fabric, you get a new emotion, which is interesting. Mm. I mean, I think I'm now three for three on rocks. Yeah. Just, just spread oh, no, out. It was least, one, yeah. but yeah. That, I, yeah, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. I just gave Nathan a stitch as well <laughs> myself twice. <laughs> right. Uh, so on a seven to nine, I pick two. They come back tired, bitter or injured. They take wear. You owe them. You owe them an obligation, or there were complications. It takes longer. They've made enemies, or you get something. Uh, there's also they act out. They cause trouble according to their nature. <laughs> I ah, I do have a suggestion. Mm-hmm. Go for it. The tree is a titan, so even if they got just a little nibble of it, you might get something weird from mm. that because they are essentially your legs. Oh, in which case, yeah, I think that's that's complications. Uh, I get something, which is I can, you know, sculpt this thing out of the part mm. of a titan because I don't give it yeah. back because I'm an idiot. But I owe them. Mm. So I owe them an obligation. So, so th- is this how you convince them to come back? What what sort of thing? Is it like they can't consume this, so you kind of promise? Yes, I pr- whatever they want to consume. Next, <laughs> I'm just really panicked. I'm, I'm not thinking about the terms. I'm just like, oh, whatever no. you want next, get it. <laughs> just not now okay anything but now yeah and you have like another one one of them brought you a bit of like the crystal moth chrysalis another brings you a bit of like the tree so you've kind of got this fusion of both of them oh no but yeah uh you you have to whatever they want to consume next yeah oh my my, the stipulation i do right at the end is uh, unless it's reginald (laughs) (laughs) steady and do, do we leave the castle with you, like, very quickly scarpering, like, pulling up Sadie and be like, we, we have to go, we have to go? <laughs> I think so, yes. Unless somebody else has a 
I think they'd like to do. No, that sounds good. Just hastily mm. leaving. Oh, grandfather, you're so much heavier. <laughs> I yeah. Given how listless Sadie is right now, I'm gonna pick her up and <laughs> mm. piggyback her and just be like, "Thanks, bye." Yeah, no, that was great. Uh, yeah, uh, super. Oh, wait, wait, wait. And I'll run over to the base of the tree and pop down my sculpture, just sort of nestled in a, a sort of root mm. crevice, and then sort of like back off as these moths start to emerge. Yeah, I, I think you, like, look at this root crevice and you think it's, like, a thing that has formed on the tree naturally and then as you put the thing down, you look up and you see, like, this groove that a cockroach is obviously, like, bored out of it. Oh. And you're like, oh, uh, uh, yeah. That's scary. I don't want to make that. Okay, yeah, thanks, bye. <laughs> okay, yeah, thanks for letting me climb you. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> and, yeah, if everyone's happy, I think we uh, jump to the next Either point way. on our road. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like it's... Time to roll another travel onwards move. Who would like to roll this one? Who is leading you as you go from the castle to wherever your next destination is? Are we going to the bridge? Is that the next spot? Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's almost the only spot. Yeah. yeah. The only way to get across. Um, I would also say, not I, because mm-hmm. uh, I did it last time, but I think what, what that is is that I run away with Sadie on my back and then I go about a mile and then fall <laughs> over. <laughs> And I'm like, yep. no, I'm, no, I'm assuming there's some period of recovery before you uh, yeah. <laughs> start walking again. <laughs> mm-hmm. One option, if there's not like a clear leader, is you can do like a, a teamwork roll, mm. which is basically each of you rolls a dice and you say how you're feeling and you take the two best of those. Okay. But if you match with anyone, you both mark an emotion. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Mm. Love a teamwork role in any game, basically. Uh, let's. Uh... Yeah. I, yeah. I realized we could do this recently and was like, oh, this is so cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that as a team because mm. that's also, it's just complete. It's just, that's really good. Yeah. I really like that as a thing. Uh, I think um, Reginald is in a philosophical mood currently. Mm. So uh, rolling with a, a 1d6 with, with that emotion. Yeah. Got it. So rolling. Yeah, you. You don't add any, like, bonuses. Just saying which one we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, A four. Okay. And Sadie and Oka, how are you feeling as you uh, continue on? So I think I'm, based on that last encounter Mm. and uh, the disappointing granddad, um, I'm feeling introspective, which is my minus one. Have rolled a six. (laughs) So, yeah, I I can pick something that's not one of my... Named yeah. emotions, right? Yeah, I, I think I'm just feeling e- mm. exhaustion. Mm. You know, I've I've really gone through a, a tremendous effort here, Ooh. and I got the <laughs> six. Oh, so there are two sixes. They match. Yeah, Mark. Mm-hmm. Yes, I strike again. <laughs> <laughs> so we take the two highest, which is the two sixes. So we've got a twelve uh, because you match both of the people who match mark their emotions. So. Exhausted for Sadie, uh, so if you don't have exhausted, you mark fabric. Fabric. Yeah. And then, I can't remember which one, introspective. Mm. It was but, introspective, uh, yeah. so I marked that. Um, and, also, it, am I marking strain there? Yeah, it, yeah. It's, or, uh, okay. let me just double check on the sheet, but yeah, it's where the strain says, yeah. And as a point of order, it's 11, not that changes the result, but I was 6 minus 1. Oh, so. you don't have your stats in it, it's just the dice. Mm-hmm. Oh! Cool. You just oh, use well, the yeah. Cool. So, mm-hmm. journey onwards. So, on a Templus, you arrive there. So, it was exhaustion, and what was the other emotion? Introspective. Introspective. Mm. 
Introspective mm. exhaustion <laughs> is what powers us through what is arguably our most successful mm, leg yeah. of the journey. <laughs> Nailed it. Is it just pretty? Smooth. Is it just like it's a week of traveling, but like no one really talks to each other? Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where like you kind of fall into a mm. trance of just moving mm. forward and like you become aware and you're basically mm. almost yeah. there. This yeah. has probably been the longest no period of time, Oka, that you have not heard from Reginald. You can tell that he's like there. You can always tell. Mm. That that feeling of uh, of this ghost being kind of bonded to your future is something that you could always kind of feel the presence of, but you've not heard from Reginald for like the day, couple days that this kind of like journey takes. Yeah, okay. There's a bit of oh dear. And looking at like the landscape you're traveling through to get to where I imagine the bridge would be, there's kind of like this light dual green color with like a little bit of pink mm. splashing into it. What is this landscape like you're traveling through as we just imagine the pair of you walking? This episode of One Shot features music from the following artists. Heal This Land by Joshua Specht. Dark Times by Falls. Ghosts by Enoch Yang. And Raindrops by Moments. This episode of One Shot was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find more of their work online, anywhere, at The Other Tracy. That's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week with part four of Ride. Do you love Star Wars but kind of wish you didn't? Then join us on the Expounded Universe podcast as we read through all the old Star Wars novels that took the galaxy far, far away that you know and love and turned it into a place where Han Solo can punch a giant otter and Luke Skywalker almost gets eaten by a giant gold-plated pillar of Dinty Moore beef stew. Did you like Princess Leia? Well, too bad! Now she's a space racist. Don't believe me? You'll just have to listen to find out on Expounded Universe. As usual, we end one shot with a call to action, and I am again going to ask you to head to fivecalls.org, type in your zip code, look at the issues that are there that you can call your representatives about. It is a quick action that you can take. You usually end up leaving a message, and there's a script there for you to leave. Every single person who gives voice to their concerns to the offices of the representatives can actually make a difference. So head on over to Five Calls, take some time, make some phone calls, and make a difference. Thanks, heroes. If you enjoyed this show, you should check out some of the other shows on the One Shot Podcast Network. Shows like System Mastery. System Mastery is a delightful stroll through the history of role-playing games, except that the games are terrible and the hosts are real jerks about everything. Join hosts Jeff and John as they explore the weirdest games ever made to talk about what worked, what didn't, and which Silverhawk was the best. Come on, it was Hot Wing, we all know. Find their shows at SystemMasteryPodcast.com. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. 
If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com. One Shot is a production of the One Shot Podcast Network in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.